0: Podcast one.
1: Listen, Abel, back in your ears. Uh, hello, my name is Angus and I'm one half of the hosting of the show. Dylan Alcott, hello.
2: good, Angus. So good to be back. And I think this is my favourite thing that I'm doing in my life at the moment. Yeah. Listen, Abel, I really am enjoying it. And the response that we've had is why we did it. You know what I mean? Like, we just really wanted to shine a light on people with a disability and people that are involved in their lives, you know, family members, um, people in the community. And the response has been... Super cool, and I'm pretty excited about the people that are coming up on today's episode.
1: Today, we're joined by not one, but for the first time, two guests in the studio. And
2: unfortunately for our egos, they're both more famous than oh, both of us. way more famous. Which than I us. like normally like being the most famous person <laughs> in a room, and I'm not.
3: I'm Mo, and this is my beautiful sister. <laughs> What's your name, Vinny? Vinny Vinny Hope. Vinny Hope, who just had a birthday four days oh, ago. Oh, happy birthday, Vinny. Happy birthday, Vinny.
2: How was your birthday? Good. Good. What did you do?
0: I got more presents. Woo!
2: You got presents. What'd you get?
0: $30 iTunes.
2: Nice, wow. iTunes.
3: And money. And how much money? $30 money. $30, $30? yeah. <laughs> She's richer than me oh. right now. Pretty and
2: good. Before we get in, into, into your lives, I've got to say, Vinny, as an athlete, I've been watching you train on social media. You've been killing it. Are you? Are you what have you been doing?
3: Uh, running on a treadmill.
0: Yeah,
2: and are you feeling a lot fitter?
3: <laughs> how, yeah. You can tell everyone. So how long do you go, go on a treadmill for every day? How long? 80. 80. 80 minutes? What? 80 minutes? 80 minutes straight, non-stop, and she covers about... Uh, Between 5 to 7K and over 1,000 calories. That's good.
2: Do you know how long I can walk for? Not 80 minutes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Zero.
3: (laughs) Let me read out
1: a message from this morning at 11.38, unsolicited to my Instagram. Hi, I have to mention I have a fan guest suggestion, Moana Hope. I bloody love her and I feel like she gets interviewed a lot about sport and her relationship but not about being a primary carer for her sis, Vinny. And then I wrote back, you won't believe it, She's in the studio this morning.
3: Oh, see, Vinny, you are popular. Very. <laughs> I swear, you know what's so funny is that my Instagram, people message me every day. Not for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's when's Vinny doing her training or, you know, we want to talk to Vinny and and I love it. Like, I absolutely love that. And people people have asked me as well, are you going to get her an Instagram? And I'm a solid no on that because she is beautiful and, and unscarred and, and she can't read and stuff like that, but... I love her the way she is, and she's not infatuated by all of that. So having her through mine, people were just yeah. full obsessed.
1: Well, we've had heaps of messages come through. So can we ask, uh, Vinny, what uh, your disability is?
3: Do you know how to say it? Um, so Vinny was born with a Syndrome. Okay. So when she was born, she was pretty much like a vegetable. Um, and the doctors actually said she's not going to last very long, and she was the second one ever born with it. Um, so, and the only other person I was born with it was from America. So our specialist at the Royal Children's flew to America to see what they could do. So pretty much because she couldn't move anything and couldn't do, do anything, um, like my dad would literally sit there and save her life every couple of hours because her nose would get banked up um, from snot. So you'd yeah. have to suck it out or she would stop breathing. So he, she would start to go purple, he would suck it out and we'd be with, with her 24-7 and then they just could not believe how much she was developing because then they'd she didn't walk for a very long time. And then they they put together a bike and had her arms and legs strapped in and we would push the bike around and it would move her arms and legs. And then the older she got, the more, you know, we got her special things like um frost gum. Like AFOs. Was, oh, yeah. right. I used to wear I used
2: to call them UFOs when I was a kid. <laughs> AFOs. Yeah. So they go around your like um, splints around your legs to help yep. straighten and walk. That's
3: exactly what they she had. And because her feet were turned in or a bit turned in, that's what they had on there as well. So we would you know, push around on bikes and stuff like that. And then, you know, she is now Vinny, and I love that.
2: Mo, how much older are you than Vinny?
3: I reckon I'm younger. <laughs> am, I, am I younger than you? No. How old are you? 27. How old am I? 18. No, 18, <laughs> yeah. I've trained her well. Yeah. I've like today, I took her to the Vizio and I was like, How old are you? And she goes, You're 32 and old. <laughs> uh, and I was like, No, say the fake one. She's like 18. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm five years older.
2: Can you remember what it was like for you when Vinnie was born and, and it was first realized that she had a disability?
3: To be completely honest, and I'm nothing ever but honest, but we didn't see her any different. The doctor said it was a credit to have such a big family because she always had somebody around her, someone with her someone hanging out with her and playing with her. So she was always constantly doing something rather than just laying flat. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the household I grew up in is was just like she was just another one of us. So, you know, helping her wasn't a job. It was just like, yeah, let's let's get her around.
2: And Vinny, how good is Mo as a sister, especially growing up? Was she good?
3: Yes, very good. Who was the best helping you, be honest? Mm-hmm. And I'll give you that twenty bucks if you see me. <laughs> No. Yay!
0: Yay! That's $50 yeah.
1: for your birthday. <laughs> yeah. So, growing up, you did have a big family. From what I imagine, from the relationship I've seen uh, from watching the television Survival, which we'll get to, you're incredibly close. But being in such a large family, how many brothers and sisters have you got? It means huge.
3: We've got 14. 14. 14 brothers and sisters, and I lost count on nieces and nephews in the four. Wow. That's a busy, in busy household. Yeah.
1: Did some of your brothers and sisters take on that role more than others?
3: Um, to be honest, it, it takes a lot of patience. And mm. there was only a, a few of us that had that that patience. I'm not saying my brothers and sisters don't have patience. I'm saying, you know, when you have someone with disability like Vinnie, she's lived with me for about, you know, seven years and it, it's taken me six years to teach her how to fully dress herself. So it really is patience and, and repeating the same thing over and over to create a habit. But then she also had special connections with certain people and I just happened to be one of those. Yep. So. From a baby, it was always, we were being close and she was a little tiny kid.
2: How did you go as that role as, I guess, Vinny's protector? Um, Have you ever faced bullying, discrimination towards her?
3: All the time. Yeah. And I I left it up on my Instagram the other day because I was just like, I've had enough. But people say the most horrendous things. Like, I'm not even going to say it. Because she can't really, she can't spell it anyway. She just doesn't know. Yeah. But
1: it's best it's, for her
3: not to. and But it's things that you just don't say to any human being, even more so somebody with special needs, and then making fun of that disability yeah. and, and the way they look and stuff like that. And for me, because, you know, everyone's like, you're Mo, you just got to behave. I'm like, sometimes I do want to like call them up and be like, Where's your mum? Because clearly you weren't raised well to be that low to say those things.
1: Can I um say I mean a credit to both of you or you know f- f- from a social media point of view aspect um, because you put yourselves out there in this space and you're going to get a lot of love for it. Now hopefully from this podcast people are going to appreciate um your stories, but you do also get the other side of that of people saying those sorts of comments. Do you both struggle at times with getting so many 99 nice comments and and one nasty comment, and how do you deal with it, knowing, being in the public eye, for you to blast that person, there's going to be more retaliation on you for that?
3: Yeah, I'll I'll go first. I think that for me, um, you're 100% right. That's one thing. I think when I first started playing footy and I started becoming in the public eye, it was so hard for me to bite your tongue. Mm. And then also, I don't know what it was. When I first came into the public. It was, it was against
2: you as well, Mo, not yeah. just you and Vinny. No, yeah, it was
3: yeah. 100% me. And it was, you know, mostly about um, being a lesbian. And so for me, it was like, I had, it was hard. Like, I, as you said, I'd get 99 good and one bad. For some reason, your mind thinks about the bad. Of course. And then, like, the more I think about it and sit and talk to people, I've just come to the understanding that people who have something negative to say are just people who are lonely sitting at home and got nothing better to do than lies because they just they can't have friends for that particular reason so mm-hmm. for me it's like i pity them because that's what you're going through and whatever you're going through must have been pretty harsh to mm-hmm. make you such a bad person but then i'm also there's a flip side of me where i'm like i was sort of don't want my family ever to see it because they're super protective mm-hmm. yeah um you know and and not that they would do anything bad but they would say something back because and rightfully so sure they should if somebody's having a in real life, if uh, someone exact- says something bad about my sister, I'm going to say something bad about you. Exactly. Um, and that's 100% right. And I, I remember the first time like my family were going to do something. It was so funny. Um, and I'll tell you the story. It was, it was season two of the AFLW. And it was like week two. And so many people just have written such bad stuff about me um, in the media and stuff like that. And it was week two. My brother called me. and He was like, have you seen the paper? And I'm like, Nut nah. And if my brother called me, I was like, gotta be good at. Yeah.
2: It. So then like, you taking a screamer.
3: Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, right. I thought, you know, I'm gonna check it, I'm gonna check it. And then I was making my way down to the shops to get the paper and my sister calls me. She goes, Have you got it yet? I'm like, I haven't got it, but I'm pretty excited for yeah. it. And this is like I was going through a pretty crappy patch and there was a back page and it was all pretty much the headline was most shit. That was it. Oh. Yeah, and it was just like a really negative article about me. And then my mum called me and she had me on NowSpeak and she had all my brothers and sisters in the kitchen. And she goes, we found the dude who wrote it. We looked him up on Facebook. What do you want us to say? <laughs> <laughs> Ready to unload the clip. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, log out. Imagine tomorrow's papers. Hope family goes crazy. Mm. Um, but that's just, that's just my family. So for me it's kind of like doing what's right because I'm teaching kids not to give in to bullies. So if I gave into it and attacked back, I'm just as bad as them. Yeah. However, there is times where if if I can set them straight, 100% I'll set them straight.
2: Hey, Vinny, when you see Mo in the paper or on TV, how does that make you feel? Happy. Why happy?
3: Why winning games.
2: Yeah, because she's winning games? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, does it make you feel really proud of
3: her? Yep. Oh, I love hearing that. Even when you see me and you on Survivor, did you... Did you love it? Yep. Yeah, what was your favourite part? We're running... Color you. Oh. Yeah,
2: We'll get to that in a bit because yeah. that was one of my oh, favourite emotional TV moments. <laughs> so yeah.
1: we're all, I text Dylan and I'm like, dude, I'm crying. He's like, we're crying. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was, it I was crying. Yeah. Yeah. We're all in tears. Yeah. I do have a question quickly, just going back about onto social media, knowing that you're getting slammed for you being you, the way you dress, the way you play footy, your love. When was the decision to go public with having Vinny on there, knowing that there are so many negative People oh, oh. online. Did it take a while? Was it a, was it a decision to post a photo up of Vinny and you?
3: No, I'm 100% proud of her. Yeah, And as if you somebody should has something to say, unless you're going to say it to my face, I'll block and delete you. She's always been on my social media since before, way before footy. I'm not hiding nothing and I've never hidden anything in my life. I'm pretty straight up and down. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that's the kind of why I live with no regrets. Just like, you know, I live my way, we live our way, you live your way. I'm not like hate speech and nothing. Like, you know, it's all love. Love yeah. it.
2: I mean, one of the best things I did, this sounds pretty stupid, but was the host of the footage show for all of four weeks, right? (laughs) And it got sacked. And so many people were abusive online towards us. And it was so great because it made me realize how much I don't give a shit about what they said. It was the first time I used to read comments and like, oh, I I said something on radio and someone abused you. And like, oh, you think why don't people like me? What am I doing wrong? Whatever it is. I just don't care about those people and their comments because – you know yourself that you're a good person, and you do the right thing, and you look after your family. And I'm just being me. And if someone wants to write, "Hey mate, wheelchair, no legs, what are you on a footy show for?" Like that guy can. That's just,
1: actually a genuine question. That's what
2: they used to say. Wow. Wheelchair, just, no legs. He goes, "Wheelchair, no legs." Back on the footy show, they can ship off because I don't care about them. You know what I mean? And
0: yeah,
2: it's a good lesson because the best thing that you do and that I try and do as well, Vinnie and Mo, is we normalise disability because we're proud of the people that we are. And for someone that's about to have a child who's intellectually disabled or a sister who might not be proud of them, they would see this and be like, oh, my God, you know, I love that. And that's what I'm going to do. And the only way you learn is through lived experience. It's not from reading a textbook, you know what I mean? Mm. And I think that's why the stuff that you do is so powerful and that's why I've been training harder because Vinny's been putting me to shame (laughs) because she's been dominating.
3: Do you know what I love and a story I want to share with you because I did see your Instagram a little while ago about the – Idiots who parked in a disabled parking because that happens all the time. So Vinny has a disability sticker and I go to park in disability because I've got Vinny and she'll always stop me. And she'll go, No, we're not parking here. This is for people with wheelchairs. Get on you, Vinny. And <laughs> I love that. Like this is her, like this is who she is. And at school who in wheelchairs she helps them every single day, but she doesn't see any different. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I, and I do love
0: see him on my friend Lizzie on on taskes unto tax monster.
3: You help. She, she helps push them onto the taxi. Awesome! I'll
0: put the brakes on. I'll put the thing around the way, so, so, Kiss and sick. Bye. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so do you go to do you go to school? Yeah.
2: Oh, cool. In enda. Oh, beautiful. How long yeah. you been there for?
3: Um, so this was a new school I started for them. When Vinnie's school, unfortunately, um, I'm going to call it politics. We're making 24 million a year, and out of nowhere, closed it down, and didn't give a reasonable explanation, and then also gave all the students three months to find somewhere else. First of all due and the NDIS, all the special needs schools are being closed down they with are. no explanation. Mm-hmm. And then second of all, people with disability or um, special needs, they, their transitional period is a minimum of six months, so they screwed everyone over there. And we tried to get help, so much help, and we didn't get it, and then we just sort it suffered. So we just got some really good people on board and just started a brand new one, and that's where she goes. So
2: where's the school? So who runs
3: it? What You what can happen? tell them. In the Glenroy. Glenroy? Yeah. How yeah.
2: many people are there? Vinny?
3: Lots. Uh, Lots. All of her friends went. This was like 94 students. And then we we, we made sure that they, um, as a collective, that the place was big enough to take on more because places were shutting down. I love that she's learning so much more at this new school. It's it's insane. Like one of the things she learned, which I'll share with you because it was so cute, was um, I was going out for dinner with Belle and Vinny had stopped us and goes, no, wait. And I was like, what? She goes, when you go out tonight, make sure nobody puts Panadol in your water. (laughs) spiking drinks. Mm. Okay, right. So she's learnt about getting your drinks spiked. Oh. And her interpretation is the Panadol in the water. Right. right? Oh. So they're little things that, you know. Life skills. Life skills yeah. that they're learning um, in which we, you know, we've learnt a long time ago. So I love that and I love those little stories. It's
1: an amazing thing that you did. It's a really. Beautiful
2: I want to swear you're an effing legend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean that because yeah. not only providing for your sister but for other people that are you know, vulnerable in our community who would often get left by the wayside. People it's setting a like,
1: standard like as well.
3: Yeah, I, I actually know a lot of her friends because I go there every Easter and Christmas and give them an Easter party and a Christmas party at their school. And a lot of those students don't have families. Mm. A lot of those students were just given up. So there's so many kids and adults who are stuck in share homes where it's like six people and have a carer come in and the carers rotate, but they don't have TVs and they don't go out in the community and their only outing is school. So you can imagine when that one thing gets taken away, it's pretty much what everyone's struggling with right now, yeah. and that is isolation. Yeah. So now imagine these humans who are amazing, full of love, who have nobody to do that with them, but their one thing is school and then somebody because, you know, they spent the money, decided to go, you know what, we're going to close it and just stick with something else that's going to make us more money.
1: Congratulations on your relationship.
3: Married? Married at first
1: sight? No. No, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but <laughs> married. <laughs> but
3: you're married. Uh, yeah, I did. I got, I got married four days before I flew out to Survivor. You did. And Vinny was our flower girl and our, our, our best girl. hmm But there wasn't
1: just uh, two rings exchanged during that ceremony, was there? No, there, there was,
0: was one more, more ring. One more ring. You want to tell me what happened? There me a ring fair, yeah. for my finger. Yeah.
1: So there was a ring for you as
2: well, Vinny?
0: Yeah, oh, that's
1: beautiful. Because you made a commitment to your wife, of course. Yeah. But you've made a lifelong commitment to your sister as well, which I found really, really beautiful. When I read it, I was like, oh,
3: God, so yeah. lovely. Yeah. No, we, we wouldn't. We wanted Vinny to be involved as much as possible on a day, which is why she was kind of part of both of our bridal parties. She was our flower girl. And then we wanted to surprise her with her own ring so that she felt a part of the whole wedding um, proposal connection forever feel. And she is our forever. No other man or all woman's allowed to put a ring on that finger except us. <laughs> okay,
2: right. <laughs> hey, she's looking pretty fit at the moment. So uh, be careful, yeah, like, no, no.
3: I've got to fight the boys off, don't right. worry. Right. Hey. I got one.
0: No. What? What? It's my favourite flower. Who? Me? Whoa. Hey. Oh, I feel it. Oh, I'm taking,
2: <laughs> okay. but hey. No, no, no. You're
0: funny. You're funny on the uh, TV show. He's very funny, isn't <laughs> he? You're annoying, the people. Yeah. Thank well, you. Right. I'll take that.
2: Nice. <laughs> nice. Hey, when you met Belle and that and it came together, your relationship, if you have no exposure to disability, it can be confronting. Mm. How did that process go?
3: So I'm very protective over Vinny, super protective. Um, and when I first met Belle, it took me maybe two, three weeks before I introduced her to Vinny because I was like, I need to make sure this is, I'm comfortable with it. Mm. Vinny's okay with it. And of course, I want to make sure that if I'm introducing Vinny to a person that I see myself with or being with, um, I want to make sure that. Vinny's number one, and they know that. And it took me a couple of weeks, and when they first hung out, like I got a little bit jealous because Belle <laughs> was taking that attention off me. <laughs> and I was like, this is, ins- this is ridiculous. This is- this is- that's m- She's my girl. <laughs> Give me back Vinny. At that moment, I knew it was a beautiful thing.
1: If you closed your eyes and think about two of the two of them together, is there something that sticks out?
3: Yeah, um, Belle always gets her to help her cook. So Belle's teaching her how to peel potatoes and stuff like that. Nice. And when Belle first came over, she took her into the kitchen and got her to help her make the dinner. Which I thought was beautiful because she didn't just go, Oh, your special needs, I'll leave you. Mm-hmm. And and that she said to me, Sure, I go, Oh, yeah, I said to Belle. I actually said to Belle, I go, She can't do that. She goes, Yes, she can. Um, she's more than capable. I'll teach her. And then she taught her how to do a couple of things in the kitchen and work the dishwasher. And so it's just those little things. And that moment of her saying that, I was like, yeah. yeah. Vinny, are you a good cook? Yep. Get- wait, ah, wait for this one. <laughs> yes. Am I a good cook? She always says oh, I'm the worst cook because um, I burn, burn the food. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, I
2: okay. watched Survivor. I didn't see Mo Cook once. So, <laughs> I'm with you. Hey, um, was that the first time you'd given up, you know, that part of yourself with Vinny with somebody else, that trust? Was that the first time you fully entrusted somebody else? with
1: Outside
2: I, the family. Outside of your family, that, that love and I guess guidance towards Vinny?
3: That was the first time, yeah. I actually decided before battle I was going to be single forever. <sighs> I had it all planned out. Yeah. And so for me, yeah, that was the first time I was able to really trust someone that I could leave the house and know that Vinny's going to be okay. How would you go?
2: Were you, was that nerve-wracking? How would you go the first couple of times? took me
3: a while yeah. and it's only because I'm anxious because, you know, she's my world and if anything happened, I'm aware that fully on me and she's so precious. I just want to protect her. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, sense. growing up, you didn't come from money or anything like that. You worked your ass off to be able to provide for for your sister and become such a successful football footballer and now, now a media personality. Do you reckon Vinny was part of that drive for you to to become so elite at what you did?
3: Absolutely. I think that the way I grew up was people from the outside would say we grew up poor, but people on the inside would know we grew up with the most love and that's something you cannot buy. And I think, you know, my, my mom's an absolute angel. Like when my dad passed away when I was 12, there was 19 of us kids living in that house and she raised 19 kids by working night shift and throughout the day would have stuff done and sleep and go back to night shift. And I watched that woman do that year after year after year, sacrificing everything. You know, she never we never had anything brand new. We didn't have a brand new couch, we would have brand new knives and forks. Nothing was new and that's fine. And I was so happy with that but watching her sacrifices to make sure that the most important things were there, which was food on the table, clothes on our back and roof over the head. That's a great example for me to live with. So for me, it's more, it's like work, work, work. I'm a female footballer. I ain't get paid nothing. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's still my full-time job is just working my backside off to make sure because at the end of the day, my responsibility is Vinnie and my mom and my family. So if I'm not working, people ain't eating. And that's something that drives me, but I love that, that I have that responsibility.
1: I think it's a great segue into Survivor because that sentiment was showed across every single episode. It was made really well known that you were doing everything for your family. This wasn't you winning. This was life-changing money for your family. Mm. Can you talk about Survivor as an experience? And going back to what you said, was it one of the longest times that you've been away from Vinny?
3: It was the longest time I've been yeah. away from Vinny, 100%. And, and, yeah, I was there purely for family. I don't even know how many zeros are in a half a million dollars. So, <laughs> you, you know, I don't know that kind of money. I still live paycheck to paycheck like everybody else. Um, so for me, you know, my mum's health isn't great and I want to make sure that we are taken care of no matter what. So that money could have helped buy a house or give, I put a deposit on a house or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, money doesn't make the world go around. So I'm not... You know, I'm shattered in win, but I'm not like, it's not the end of the world for me. It's keep working hard. And
1: hopefully it opens opportunities.
3: Yeah, I, I hope so. But at the same time, I have this beautiful girl and I've got my beautiful wife and I've got my 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 family. So what's more important in those things, I think? And that's something I've always been. But the experience itself was insane. Definitely the longest I've ever mm. been away. That's why we were all crying when I first seen um, Vinnie and Bella on the beach. It was so beautiful.
2: When you made that choice to go, were you just sitting there thinking, how am I going to spend fifty days away,
3: especially that person your wife and me? yeah. so when you when you leave for survivor, um you get chaperoned onto the island, so you have someone who escorts you onto the, or not onto the island, sorry onto the island where it's played, and then you're in a villa for four days. Phones, by, no by phone? By yourself, no phones, oh, no TV. Even that's hard. No TV, no mm. music. you got to be in this a room, just a small villa, one-bedroom villa. You cannot go outside the doors because there's a lot of other villas around that people right. are in. So those first four days, I spent 95% of the time just horribly crying oh, because I was like so unsure of – because when I had left them – she was a mess and I was like, I've never seen her like that and I've created something and I've given her anxiety and I've never done that before in my life. So I was a mess. I was like four days of just crying going, oh, my God, I've just made, you know, the one person who doesn't normally feel like that feel like that. Um, so it was so hard and it was kind of like, you know, if you get through this 50 days and you win, imagine the happiness hmm. that that could help bring, even though she doesn't know what money is, by having a house that we don't have to worry about. Rent. And that means I could work less mm. and stuff like that. Yeah.
2: Vinny, did you miss Mo when she was on
1: Survivor?
3: Yeah. How yeah. much? Tiny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what,
1: what did you do, Vinny, when um, Mo was not on the television but she was away for that time? What were you doing to think about her?
3: Look at the photos. Yeah. Right. And, and what about when, when, um, when Bal said, we're going to Fiji? What was that like? Happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then What happened? What happened?
0: I said, thank God we're going to see my sister. Yeah, and didn't you get a spray tan? <laughs> I got a spray tan. Yes. yes! And my nails was done. Yeah. <laughs> and my fingers done. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. And you yeah. looked
3: beautiful. I went
0: to the airport yeah, at it- 12 o'clock. At 12 o'clock.
2: Jonathan yeah. LaPalle, he gets a spray tan too. Oh. You were looking, you were looking no, more. No, he's not. Oh, he's oh, real. Not, yeah,
0: he's not. <laughs> He's my favourite. Oh, yeah. I thought I was your favourite. Oh, you're the uh, wrong person. He's my favourite. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan, Dylan.
2: Well, I threw out there on my socials that I wanted to survive being in a wheelchair and people are getting around it, even surviving, like messaging. But I'd get bogged in the sand. Would you? Uh, we, asked, we asked, we're asked the golden god, we did. Dave, on our radio show. Mm. Um, we we host a weekend radio show and Angus asked him the question. You can ask him now.
1: I said, uh, if Dylan was to fall behind during a challenge and it's obvious that uh, his disability is becoming the way of that. Would he go back and help him? And David said, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Charge on! <all laughs> and, and then he said if
2: we were having <laughs> a wrestle, you know, like the wrestle <laughs> yeah, matches, yeah, he, yeah. would
1: you go easy? And he's like, oh, no way. He's, he's like, no I'd like, pick you. I
0: was like, good answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all
1: right. So do you, do you think Dylan would be a good person to go uh, on to? Because if there has been a, a, what was the gentleman who lo- had the leg loss? Uh, Damo. 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 So Damian
2: th- Tomlinson. He was a returned uh, army um, serviceman right. who lost his legs. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. No, I think 100%. I think um, in a position that I'm in, I get to meet and get to know a lot of pretty cool people. Mm. But there was no one Vinny was more excited to see than meeting you today. And I think, you know, when you think about the people that she's met, it's a it's a massive deal. And I think that you can have an impact on myself and Vinny and people like that. Imagine how much strength people will get from watching you dom- dominate Survivor. And Mate, if people are not going to help you carry around, they're just going to look like a-holes. And then we vote them out.
2: We vote them out.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> um, thank you for saying that. I really appreciate that. And I feel the same way about you too. So that's why it's so nice to have you on. And do you think you would have won if you got to the final two? Yeah. Yeah. I do
3: you think,
1: think your story was better than Dave's?
2: I yeah. think when you get up there and you talk about the school,
1: your life, I mean, as much as Dave's money was going towards his family as well, I mean, I think your story when it comes to what the money's going towards. What do you think? And and your gameplay.
3: I love love Dave, but there's a reason why I was voted for the most, Mm -hmm. right? Because I was voted for 23 times, Dave was voted for once. Love the dude, epic player, Mm -hmm. and he deserves to win. But I know if I was sitting there, the story that I could tell about the moves that I made in which I used him to make those moves Mm -hmm. and where they originally started from, I would say if I was uh, somebody on the jury watching it, I'd be bloody impressed. Bloody and earth. then if you add the other stuff, first add,
2: <laughs> yeah. add the GST. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, That's what we wanted. We, yeah, yeah. we, we, we wanted David as well. Because I've got, I don't know, like yeah. it's such, uh, and credit to your gameplay, it was sick to watch. And uh, I know Angus and I are fanboying having here. And Vinny, when you were watching Mo on TV, how did you feel?
3: So you got my letter. Oh, when oh, I, I, when I the got letter the letter, the yeah. Oh. So Vinny drew me this beautiful picture, yeah. which was um our family oh, and dog. Yeah, and what was on the picture?
0: Uh, Who me, was on there?
3: Me. Yeah. You, Bella,
0: my mum, my stepdad, Floki, Aya, mum,
3: um, uh, Barney. Big picture. So she drew a lot. It's like she drew this massive picture for me, which which is the first thing I opened. and I just cried because I knew because she always draws draws me little pictures at home. And that was beautiful, wasn't it? Nice. Yeah, yeah, I loved getting that. But oh, I think Vinny, look
2: at your big smile on your face. <laughs> I think she liked it too.
3: I play sports. Yeah, you do yeah. play sports. She used to play basketball. Oh, and maybe
2: Vinny can go on Survivor.
3: I'd no, really like- <laughs> and get stared. Get you would do Survivor. You'd be good on Survivor. Yeah, I'm going to vote, <laughs> vote She's you She's going to vote me off. <laughs> <laughs> I can vote Mo off
2: and then vote the Golden Go off. No, <laughs> just go against Sian.
3: I... <laughs> when, when I voted Tarzan off, she didn't talk to me for two days. <laughs> 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 Who is your favourite person on Survivor? Suck. See,
0: it's, Suck not, even even it's not even me. It's not even me. You are you for second favorite. Oh, second, okay. yeah. Okay.
3: Okay. I second. I, but I love that even when I play football, when I play for W, <laughs> I'm never her first favorite player. Um, and that's okay because that's her choice. I think
1: one thing uh, monetary parts aside, for your story in Survivor, the story of Vinny is really important because it's just its sisters mm. and there's nothing else to it. There was no disability there. It was two sisters who love each other more than anything running towards <laughs> each other. And that's what really captured me. Thank you for that, especially with this podcast and being yeah. in this space. Do you know I what the really thing important? Is, people,
3: You're the second person who's brought that up. And I'm like, I didn't think of it in any other way than mm-hmm. she's just my sister of running course, out sorry. and giving me a big hug after missing me. So mm-hmm. it's weird that people um, are seeing that side of it and going, oh, it's changed me. And I'm like, well, that's just, I didn't, I seen it for how it was, but I'm glad people can see for what it was. Yeah. Like, I see Vinny as Vinny. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time I need to explain her special needs uh, is when I need to explain her disability. Um, but she's my sister, my best friend, and you know what? Putting Being around her just makes every day so great, and I know that sounds... I need to explain that a little bit more, but I love the way that she sees the world, because there's so much um, hate and negativity in the world, but she doesn't see the world in any way, shape, or form like that, and You know, if you went and got 20 men from different parts of the world, different countries, different backgrounds, different skin colours, and you asked her, what was the difference? She would say, it's a man, it's a man, it's a man, it's a man. She wouldn't say dark skin, a a gentleman from China or anything like that. It would just be, it's a man. You know, she doesn't see race, she doesn't see um, disability, she doesn't see anything, she just sees people. Mm, And I love that. And I, I think that that's the way we should raise our kids because, you know, there's no difference between me and her. You know, she's just a little bit more special than me in In an amazing way. way. Yeah. Well said.
1: We're ready for our bowl of uncomfortable, Moana. And this is a question that might come from us. It might come from uh, someone on our social media. Yeah. So these are people who are curious about uh, maybe what it's like to be a full-time carer, maybe Mm -hmm. about uh, living with Vinny. Uh, My question that I got through comes from Michael on our Facebook group. He says, hi, Moana, big fan. Uh, Would have uh, loved to have seen you go to the final of Survivor. Got it out for you, Michael. Hope you enjoy it. Um, what's the most physically uncomfortable part about being a carer?
3: It's uh, a great question, and thank you, Michael. I wish I got to the final two as well, because I would have been <laughs> a half a million dollars richer. Um, <laughs> there's nothing uncomfortable about being a carer. If there's any uncomfortable that comes from online or in the streets, bullies. That, for me, is hard to explain to a certain someone why people just yell out random hurtful stuff or say random hurtful stuff. I think the most challenging thing for me is to protect her kindness and and love. And I'm not saying it's easy to be a full-time carer because there's challenges, but um, those challenges are worth it when it's, you know, especially with her and how much I love her. You are her
2: primary caretaker and her protector and everything. What if something happens to you? Do you worry about that?
3: Um, I don't because I know Isabella has vowed her love to her for the rest of her life.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: She even wants Fini to change her last name to Kulstrom. No. <laughs> Not yet? <laughs> no, I want to stay with Hope. Okay. I don't want to change it. All right, all right. No, for, I'm, I'm changing mine. No, i for next year. Oh, next year. Mm-hmm. So I know that Bella will take care of it. but I think this is kind of why I'm trying to work so hard. That's why my biggest dreams is to buy a house, because that house, you know, it would be set up so that no matter what, if something was to happen she would be taken care of. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why I'm working. That's why I'm working full-time, crazy hours to save. What would you
2: say to people who would say that having someone with like an intellectual disability is an anchor on your life and holds you back? Because there's a misconception if you have a child or a sister or a sibling with a disability that you can't do the things that you want to do in your life because you have to look after Vinny.
3: Um. What would I say to a man? I I would say come and hang out with us for a day. Oh, like uh, I've never been asked that question. It's a great question. But um, that has never crossed my mind, so I wouldn't know how to answer it. I'd probably say, uh, man, if somebody said, okay, if I put it in this term, somebody said to me, I can't uh, take care of that person because they're an anchor on me, I'd probably call them a prick. You can't just look at someone and go, you're to say, well, that's it, we're putting you in a category, that's it, I'm done look at the joy she brings us every day and look at the joy she can bring people and and what she's able to achieve with love. And that is amazing. So I feel like if somebody wants to turn down that, then that's their personal choice. But I wonder where that negative mindset came from.
2: Um, I think it's up to all of us to change that bias that people have, you know what I mean? Like I know uh, my girlfriend Chantel gets like, oh yeah, but you're not going to be able to do anything with Dylan. Like, you know, what about kids? you Are going to be able to look after them? What about all the things you're missing out on? And she's like, I don't miss out on anything. Yeah. Like, there might be some things I miss out on, but everything I gain in other areas, I think. And, you know, I think it's a perfect example with you mm. and Vinny that she might not contribute financially or whatever, but she contributes in other ways to your relationship mm. because of the person that she is.
3: I think people, some people are just very uneducated, very, very uneducated. And I think the more time you spend in the media and people like yourself, and the more people that's been around with somebody that they love that um, is special needs or has a disability, the more that they will see that, you know, between me and her, there's no, not much real difference except she's more famous than me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, we've spent, you know, a considerable amount of time hearing how much you love your sister. I think we'd like to end this podcast by hearing from Vinny. What is the one thing you love the absolute most about your sister, Mo?
3: I'm cool. And what else is your favourite thing? What do we do every day? What's your favourite thing to do with me every day? Coffee. Yes. Coffee? It's our favorite thing to do. <laughs> Every morning I start work at five, six, and she'll jump up out of bed and we'll have a we have a celery juice and we have a coffee together nice. and we just talk about life. Beautiful. And, you know, I think the one thing about Vinny is it's the small things in life and I love that. Yeah. It's, it's like for her birthday when we first started, she spoke about how she got 30 bucks. She picked that 30 bucks like, like it was a half a million. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that moment of sitting there and having a coffee – and just talking about her day or my day makes her day. Uh, makes her day, and, and I and I love that. Too. Yeah, and our teachers. We talk about everything, and Christy. and <laughs> she chews me as and I love it.
2: Mo, you and I have been lucky to speak on panels and things together before, and I've heard you speak. You're bloody awesome, and you can help a lot of people with your story. You too, Vinny. You can. You can both. You're a good tandem. How do people <laughs> get in touch with you? What's the best way to do to to do some work with you guys? Because you are doing incredible stuff.
3: Yeah, I do love going and doing appearances, and it's. Um, it's, it's funny you say it because a lot of people lately have been asking to get Vinny on as well. Hey. Get the kish, Vinny. Yeah, and we've, we've done some photo shoots together as well. So we've done some work for, Vinny's done some work for Maya, which is <laughs> huge. Woo! Um, Vinny. So we did a photo shoot just recently with Maya, which. Shout out to Maya. It was a package, uh, and I and wasn't being. Zinni I too. wasn't getting it unless Vinny was in it. And Cindy, right? too. And we filmed the new ad. we filmed an app for Special K. So <laughs> I love that people were like, oh, we want you, but we're not getting you unless we get Vinny. And I'm like, <laughs> well. Um, that means Vinny's finally paying rent. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> And Home and Away tubbed it. Yeah, thing. you did. And they, f- her favourite TV show on the world is Home and Away. Oh. And Channel 7 surprised her by flying her to Sydney <laughs> and took her on set to meet the Home and Away folk.
2: What? I want to yeah. act on Home and Away one day. Let's do it together, <laughs> yeah. Vinny.
3: I'm going I'm to stay on Home Away. Who's do your favourite Home and Away character? Quick. Who's the, your favourite one? Mason. Mason. Nice. He yeah. passed away. There you go. Oh, he passed away. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Wow, Someone. Rest in uh, peace. No, 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 no. So, yeah. you, know, you know, the sweetest thing ever is when she met the Home and Away people, there was one guy that was a villain on the show and she wouldn't say hi <laughs> <laughs> So she, and rightfully uh, so, she so. doesn't understand it's a… Um, the uh, fiction. Scripted. Know, uh, really, really, yeah. 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 So when she when they, she got introduced to this very popular young man that any party in the world <laughs> would be excited to say hi <laughs> to, she was like, no, no that's <laughs> so good. you need to go and apologise to her right now <laughs> Oh, I'm not talking to you. So <laughs> she wouldn't talk to him unless he apologised to the person that he upset on the show, which was… Adorable. That's beautiful. And last thing, you come back to footy? You going to play footy again? Oh, yeah, I do want to play footy again, yeah. I'm trying to have a fam- start a family with Belle at the moment. Congratulations. Belle's going to carry. Yep. Um, so we're in the process of doing that with, with Monash IVF, and depending on um, what comes of that, I-, I would love to play footy again. I am training at the moment, but it d- depends on where life is. I think life is too short, and if I can play footy without, I guess, the mental side of uh, bringing me down... Absolutely. So I'm just working on that at the moment.
1: Fingers crossed. i Moana Hope on Instagram where you can get all your Vinny content as well. And you are with Chic Management. So if people do want to get in contact, oh, you
3: can go yeah. through there. Yeah. So it's on my Instagram anyway. So yeah. you can check that. Out. The
1: Links are all there. We appreciate your time so much, guys. Thank you so much. Can I Thank be you. your manager, Vinny?
3: <laughs> yes, you Yes. Do. I'll think about it. I'll take 20%. <laughs> yes. I'll
1: negotiate on it. Yes, we? Yeah.
0: Thanks, guys. Thanks, Vinny. Thank, Thank you.
1: She is an absolute workaholic, so to steal her and Vinny away for an hour in, in this time and space is amazing, so we're so appreciative. Yeah, my favourite part of
0: that
2: was what, what you said, when, you know, you saw them on the TV, and you're like, that's just two sisters who love each other mm. hanging out, you know what
1: I mean? And I think that's thanks to this podcast, to be per- Oh, be but it's so me.
2: nice, because and I love that, because I'm in that disabled community and you're not, but you are now. Yeah. And it's changed your landscape and how you think, and I think it's probably changing a lot of people's mindsets and biases and things like that, and it was just Refreshing to hear, mate, because we're friends and it's beautiful.
1: Yeah, and it's also, uh, this is um, an inclusive podcast, so we will be putting this up eventually up on YouTube um, so people who are hearing impaired can see them with closed captions. But for the people who do see this on YouTube, or maybe we'll get some clips on our socials, you'll see that uh, there's times that instinctively and uh, naturally Mo and Vinny touch each other's and reach out for each other's hands and hold hands during the podcast. It's really lovely. They wouldn't know that they did that percent. that they wouldn't have been aware that they were doing it, but it was just so lovely to watch those two together. Man, it was a beautiful
2: episode. Yeah, and, me too. Um, I'm very excited for, for this one coming up next too.
1: Let's do the bowl of uncomfortable. I think you're a selfish mother for raising your kids Ooh. knowing they would live limited lives. Tell me why I'm wrong. Whoa. I'd like to know, how is their life limited? What what are my kids missing out on that any other kid is getting? My son's biggest problem is that I can't kick a football my kids are loved and safe and happy. They have everything. Well, hopefully you can join us when that is released. Uh, make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss it and you get the notification first. And we can't thank any and all of you enough for listening to this podcast and, and learning a little bit more as I am along the way about disability and you, Dylan.
2: Yeah, and also hit us up on our socials. It's at ListenAblePodcast wherever you know, Facebook, Instagram, right across the board. And also, if you have a disability or you know someone with a disability or you have knowledge mm-hmm. about the disability community... You, you can want to suggest share, someone for sure. Yeah, hit us up and we might have you on the next step.
1: We'll see you then. Listenable was presented by Dylan Alcott and Angus O'Loughlin and produced in collaboration with Podcast One Australia. Audio production by Darcy Thompson and the music was written and performed by Eliza Hull.